Welcome back, children of the Most High, ever-loving, loving God, to Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study. Today, we are going to be concluding our last remaining three books of the 12 Minor Prophets. We have been going through what I feel the God, what I feel the Lord our God is giving us through His Word through the 12 Minor Prophets for such a time as this. Now, in the previous uh, reviews of God's Word, we went over how God has been calling His people to repent, which I truly feel was the years of 2020 and leading up to 2020, and that if we didn't repent, it would come to some justice. And then the whole year of 2020, the petulance came, um, the wars came, the rumors of wars came, the fire, the violence in the streets came, the injustice has been being revealed and unveiled. God's people have been awakening and seeing what has been going on and how we have been leading um, a very selfish life, a very earthly existence when God has called us to not do these things and be um, unequally yoked to the earth in worldly ways, correct? So I truly feel that with these last remaining chapters of the books of the 12 minor prophets, God is showing us after a season of being patient, after a season of some some justice and some correction um, that we are finally going to be coming into back into God's wonderful, merciful graces. Those of us who have repented, those of us who have turned from wicked ways, and even if you're just beginning or maybe you've been in the body of Christ for quite a long time, we all have work we need to do. Because um, if not, we would be like Elijah and Enoch and we would be lifted up. <laughs> Amen. And we wouldn't have to worry about anything anymore. Uh, <laughs> um, anyhow, so let's get reviewing of what I feel our Father in Heaven is leading us through in the last remaining books of the 12 Minor Prophets. So what I wanted to review quickly on this part of um this last minor prophets book review is the books of excuse me right here we are this is what i wanted to review um the books of the final three minor prophets right haggai haggai zachariah and malachi now the last prophet at this time is malachi and then god went into a period of silence right for 400 years but before that there was Zechariah who talks about the messianic prophecies and the foretelling of our Jesus coming and how you know the prophet of Elijah and so excuse me the spirit of Elijah is going to come through his prophets and this Elijah which is John the Baptist will be making the way for our Lord and Savior and before that there's Haggai who perhaps uh, was born in Babylon, but it talks about putting God first and how neglecting duty to God leads to ruin. It leads to sin among the land and it leads to the land falling and uh, being overtaken by devils. <laughs> All right. 
So in the last three chapters, they talk about God's feast, which when we have a feast, it's a celebration in and of the Lord, and it's to celebrate the Lord our God. And we've gone over this in the Bible studies, and God, God gave us uh, through his word. Um, we did the Torah teaching, and it talks about what we're supposed to do for those biblical feasts. And we have even put a short beginning classes for those who are just starting out of what the biblical feasts are, what are we supposed to do from a Christian standpoint. And I know some people might be like, well, I'm not Jewish. Good to go. Neither am I. <laughs> but our Jesus celebrated these biblical feasts because it's not about a, a one ethnic race of people and it's not about a religious group it's about a relationship with a great i am um in his word which if we if any of us are reading the word of god whether whichever version of the bible it is if jesus is your savior and we're called to follow christ and do christ like we are to follow the biblical feast now others might see it differently go confirm with the lord our god but and there's no denying in his word there are biblical feasts and even jesus celebrated the biblical feasts moving on to zachariah yahweh has remembered his people in this book now after years of a falling away and wrath coming to his people and justice and judgment coming to his people god looks down just like he looks down on the priest and he looks at their shoulders at the remembrance stone same thing with us today. Whenever we see a rainbow, it's because God is looking down and he's showing us he remembers his covenant with us. That means he is saying, you know what? I know there's some sinning and some abominations going on, but I'm not going to flood the earth because I made a promise with y'all down there. Now correct yourself. Every time I see a rainbow, I think it's absolutely gorgeous. I know the Lord our God made a covenant with us and it reminds me to pray fast and repent. We pray for ever being sorry repent for ever being against god which we all were at some point in time repent for any sins that god brings to my remembrance and fast even if it's for a day even if it's for an hour or maybe fast on removing maybe god will reveal something to us which we need to remove from our life in jesus name and to get further elevated in the spiritual realm and out of our body um, and more in line with God. Amen. And then Malachi, of course, is about a message and about a message of storing up, about feeding the widow, the, the homeless, the helpless, about storing up for being good stewards of the land and what God has given us for his provision and to trust in him. Amen. Amen. So in the last, excuse me, all right, so with this last uh, screenshot I'm going to show everyone is it says how if we don't put God first, we are neglecting our duty to God because our whole creation and our whole existence is to serve him. And Zechariah talks about spiritual apathy and then how we gain, regain, <clears throat> excuse me, hope and mercy through the great I am. Now, spiritual apathy. A lot of individuals just get plain, how do you say this? Complicit or is it complicit or compliant or just to the point where they are just ineffective against fighting for God, meaning spiritual warfare 
taking care of his homeless, being merciful, being a good example, whatever the case may be. And because it is hard work to be a follower in Christ. I fully, absolutely admit it. There's some days where I'm like, God, I'm so tired. I just need a break today. <laughs> Let's be honest. So some days I'll just sit and read all day. That's my break. Some days I'm like, God, I feel re-energized by you. Give me an assignment. Let's go and do this. And sometimes that assignment is God will be like, why don't you go and pray for somebody or be with somebody or volunteer somewhere, which is usually what us in the ministry, wherever our calling is, we do. We do a lot of volunteer work and we do a lot of um, walking wherever God tells us to walk just so God can send someone or send us and someone's path to pray for them or pray with them. And then in the book of Malachi, right, the Jews are backsliding in their faith and he reiterates the emphasis on God's law. Now there's always going to be some backsliding and backsliding can turn full on to rebellion and dismissing God and turning away from God if we do not, in, as brothers and sisters in Christ, hold each other accountable. And I don't mean hold each other accountable in a stoning kind of calling out, putting each other down publicly kind of way. But it is just like Mary did, sorry, Joseph did with Mary. He took her aside privately and he was like, all right, <laughs> what's really going on here, right? And then he went and he most likely was praying before he went to sleep and the angel of the Lord came and said, don't be afraid do take her as your wife correct i believe god wants us to correct each other in the body of christ lovingly and if it's in the if someone's in the public realm like messaging messaging them we don't have to do posts and make everything public i have messaged individuals and just asked them a question like you said this but i really don't understand can you please help me sometimes they reply back sometimes they don't but the point is we're not supposed to shame each other or willfully try to embarrass someone for example if someone was if i was more experienced than someone out there more knowledgeable than someone and i happened to come across their lesson i would never put them on blast and be like how stupid are you that you don't know this you see what i'm saying because that's not of god um, that's um, that's actually not having honor at all either. Someone who is honorable would just be like, well, good, at least they're trying, at least they're, um, they're out there getting a message across, even if it's to other baby Christians, whatever it is, I'm gonna pray for them. Pray that God gives them wisdom, God gives them knowledge, God gives them discernment, God, God increase their ministry, God increase their household, God increase their abundance, and whatever the case may be. This is what we're supposed to do in the body of Christ. Now, if someone's a straight-up apostate, <laughs> like you see on TikTok, some some crazy, crazy apostates, right? Or T.D. Jakes, right? He's obviously an apostate. Or Oprah, you know, she's found disgusting too, right? Now, that's something completely different. They have given themselves over to a reprobate mind, and they deserve a public... They, excuse me, they have earned... Uh, a public shaming and rebuke 
um, just like we were learned in the Torah, right? If they continue to sin and sin and sin, you rebuke them publicly and then you turn them outside of the city. Unfortunately, they have a huge following too. Why people keep flocking to them, I do not know. Oh, Father God, forgive us. Anyhow, let's get into the Word of God. And here we are. Yes, let's get into the Word of God and then we will start reviewing the final three uh, books of the 12 minor prophets. What you see on the screen before you, you cannot see it. Where are we? Yeah, we are. What you see on the screen before you is our website, mariespeaksgodsgrace.live, because we serve a living God. As you scroll down our website, you will see our latest words from the Lord our God for such a time as this on the left-hand side. What you see on the right-hand side is our two previous reposting of words from our Lord, um, from our God that He has shared with us for this time and this season, the season, the decade, and the year 2020. As you continue scrolling, um, scrolling down you will see our qr code please share this out donations are obviously welcomed but what truly helps spread even more the word of god is like hearting and sharing it covers advertisement and that's roughly a donation of 35 to 50 dollars for each share um which help pays for advertising amen amen as you continue to scroll down, you will see our many social media links. The main social media link that we use for this Bible study is Minds.com. As you click on Minds.com and you go to our blogs listing under the blogs tab, you can click on this blog, Word from the Lord for such a time as this, the 12 minor prophets God speaks to us through Hagar, through Haggai, excuse me, through Malachi. Let's begin with a prayer. Father God, in the blessed name of our Yeshua HaMashiach, our Lord, our Christ, thank you for this day. Thank you for walking with us. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for your revelation. Thank you for your visions, Lord. Thank you for leading and guiding us. Thank you for opening up your wonderful, glorious mind to us, your servants. Hallelujah. Thank you for your presence in our life. Thank you for living within us, God. Thank you that you love us so much. You want to dwell among us. And in order for this to happen, you are going to ensure the earth is cleansed, remade, and reborn. Amen. And that we will be something more like you. Hallelujah. Able to be holy so we can be in your presence and we can dwell together like you intended from the very, very beginning for us to serve you with our whole heart, our whole mind, and our whole soul. We give you all the honor and all the praise because we know from you we receive every good and perfect gift. Nothing that is wonderful and glorious in our life happens without you, Lord. No kindness happens, no love happens, no gratitude, no praise, no worship, nothing happens without you, Lord. We thank you for covering each and every one of us in the loving, saving blood of our Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you for, for pouring out your spirit all over your children, those within the sound of our voice, and just blessing them and showing us that this is an appointed season and this is an appointed time. 
We pray this on the mighty name of our Jesus Christ of Nazareth, filled with the Holy Spirit, the Ruach Kadesh, and sealed with the blood of Christ. Amen. The book of Haggai. Now again, I am not taking or adding to God's word. I merely copy and pasted uh, from the Revised Standard Version of the Bible, the New Revised, excuse me, Standard Version of the Bible, what I was reading through and then the Bible verses that the Lord our God highlighted out to me is what I copy and pasted here. Amen? All right. So here we go. The book of Haggia. The command to rebuild the temple. Mm. Oh, praise Yahweh. Now and forever in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. All right. I believe this is leading us to seeing the rebuilding of the third temple but also those who are rebuilding their life on the rock now now those who have fallen away or just come to christ i believe this is those individuals who are building their house on the rock now uh there's no more lukewarmness and normal cold christians um in this part of the body of christ there is a clear what i mean by that that there is a clear uh distinction and who is lukewarm, hot, or cold for Jesus? Now, it's before, it was kind of foggy, murky, right? We weren't able to discern or see clearly who was for or against us, who was for or against Jesus, who was for or against our nation, our country, um, the blessings of the Lord our God over us. Uh, but now, we can clearly see, amen, thank you. Once with blab, and now I see in Jesus' name. We can clearly see, and God has removed individuals from our life, even removed us from those individuals, because they weren't living righteously in the Lord, and they were only going to drag us down. Hallelujah. But now that they have been removed from our life, we can rebuild, start anew. Even some of us are moving far away. Good. Go. <laughs> Flee. <laughs> Hallelujah. Chapter 1, verse 2. Those who say, thus says the Lord of hosts, these people say the time has not yet come to rebuild the Lord's house. Then the word of the Lord came by the prophet Haggai, saying, It is time for you yourselves to live in your penult houses while this house it lies in ruins. Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider how you have fared. You have sworn, sown much, and harvested little. You eat, but you never have enough. You drink, but you never are filled. You clothe yourself, but you, but no one is warm. And you that earn wages, earn wages, and put them into bags with holes. Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider how you have fared. Go up to the hills and bring wood and build the house so that I may take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. You have looked for much, and lo, it had came little. And when you brought it home, it blew away. Why, says the Lord of hosts, because my house lies in ruins, while all of you hurry off to your own houses. Now God was saying through his prophet Hagar, like, you're living well, you're eating well, you're looking awesome but yet my temple my synagogue my tabernacle hasn't even been built there's not even a foundation 
you're doing for yourself but you're not doing for the body of christ you're not observing my feast you're not praising and worshiping me as i have called you to do so stop what you're doing stop being selfish and vain and worrying about your own house but think of the lord's house in jesus name the future glory of the temple my spirit abides among you do not fear and i truly fear feel that god um god's spirit is going to be heavily pressed up upon certain areas of the world now certain areas of the world this is a good thing amen god will turn his face towards them he will turn his face to shine upon them and his spirit will just be blessing after blessing after blessing fruitfulness abounding amen just wonderful glory for those lands and those nations but then there are some nations where god is going to put his face against that nation where they will be receiving some wrath and some judgment some 10 12 13 14 20 plagues because of what they have been doing for such a very long time and they refuse to repent i'm so very grateful that we live in a nation where we saw a lot of calamity right a lot of treason going on a lot of ugh, just chaos in disorder and a lot of us were quick to repent i'm very grateful for this but there's some nations where i don't know what it is it's most likely a demonic stronghold where they just don't see and certain i'm not saying the whole nation has repent because you know they have those demonic strongholds uh in america too but for the most part most areas have repented and turned away from the evil ones whereas some nations they just bathed in evil water they speak evil tongues they hate christians they persecute them openly they they do the most with uh, this bell demonic demonic moloch worship and so on and um yeah they're the ones who when god's spirit goes there it's going there for justice and judgment in jesus name amen all right a rebuke and a promise here we're going to see this part about the some some nations being blessed and some nations will be cursed ask the priest for a ruling if one carries consecrated meat in the fold of one's garments and with the fold touches bread or stew or wine or oil or any kind of food does it become holy the priest answered no then hagar said if one who is unclean by contact with a dead body touches any of these does it become unclean and the priest answered yes it becomes unclean hagar then said so is it with this people and with this nation before me says the lord and so with every work of your hands and what you offer there is unclean so when someone does things that are unclean and it's and it's before the lord nothing is accepted if it is an unclean um an unclean offer meaning it was offered in vain it was offered for show it was offered to please or praise men just for likes hearts and shares god does not accept that as an offer if something was done in any other reason than with a joyous grateful heart to serve the lord then it isn't accepted and that's what a lot of individuals unfortunately do today in these times they 
crave, they're addicted, which is a demonic spirit addiction. Um, they crave the fame. They crave for their own honor and their own glory instead of glory to the living God. And this is why God says, is saying, you know, all that you've done, um, amen, praise Yahweh. When Jesus Christ says, you said you did good works in my name. You said you've praised me, all these, these things, but I never knew you. Amen. Obviously, I'm paraphrasing there, but that's exactly what happens because all of their works that they did and whomever they claimed to save and whatever houses and temples they built, it was all unclean because their very souls were unclean. Amen. All right. So let's move on to the book of Zechariah, the first version, the horsemen. But now consider what has come to pass from this day on before a stone was placed upon the stone of the temple, of Lord's temple. Is there any seed left in the barn? Do the vein and the fig, the vine in the fig tree and the pomegranate in the olive tree still yield nothing? For this day I will, day on I will bless you. So the four horsemen is obviously not something good, but the seed in the barn and the provision and it yielded nothing but this day on god will bless us so the, god is showing us through his word those individuals who have not chosen to repent and come back to christ during the year of 2020 excuse me when the third wave of wrath and judgment comes they will be in that wrath and judgment they will be receiving the third and fourth horsemen so to speak but us who have been praising and worshiping God, and I'm not saying we're perfect. No, 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 don't confuse the two. We at least try. And when we fall back down or slip or slide, it isn't anything that we don't repent for, that we come quickly back to God, amen? All right, so the third vision, a man with a measuring line, and to him. Run, say that young man. Jerusalem shall be inhabited like villages without walls because of the multitude of people and the animals in it. For I will be a wall of fire all around it, says the Lord, and I will be the glory within it. So the glory that is coming to Jerusalem, obviously we know that it is God himself who protects Jerusalem. But it is God himself who protects us, his people. And when we don't have walls built up, we let anything in to our house, meaning our temple, this temple. Don't you know that you are temples of the most high ever loving living God? Yes, this body of which our father given us. We need to have walls up, meaning Christians are not harlots. They don't just take in anything um, that presents an offer or presents money and so on. So I do believe God is saying for us to remain and keep vigilant like he spoke to us before and to maintain righteous walls, not walls of um, regret, not walls of animosity, not walls that keep out friends, but every wall somewhere has a gate, a narrow path, a narrow opening where we let in what is of God and what is beneficial to our lives and leads us and keeps us on the straight and narrow world road 
and blocks out everything that is not of God. In Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. The intruder. An appeal to the exiles. Interlude, excuse me. An appeal to the exiles. The Lord will inherit Judah as his portion in the Holy Land and will again choose Jerusalem. The fourth vision. Joshua, which was a man of God, right? A righteous man of God. And Satan, which turned away and rebelled against God and took those who chose to follow him to hell right along with him, right? To the lake of fire, to the pit of fire, all those who rebelled against God. Um, but Joshua, those who chose to, chose to follow him, they were given him, they were given to them, that tribe, um, the finest land next to Egypt, not even in Egypt, next to Egypt. They had the most fruitile land and through Joshua, thousands of generations were saved. And it wasn't until um, the righteous generations of the house of Jacob had long passed away. Uh, by, by that time, it was uh, the great-grandchildren, right, of Jacob, where enslavement and everything begins to happen because there's no more righteous branches uh, of the house of Israel. See in this vision of when something is blessed, when someone is blessed, and someone is cursed in Jesus' name. An angel said to those who were standing before him, Take off his filthy clothes. And to him he said, See, I have taken your guilt away from you, and I will clothe you in festival apparel. Now this is the coat of many colors. This is our priestly garments. This is this temple right here. Our earthly being of the most high ever loving living God, our tabernacle, being dressed in fine apparel. Something others look and they say, that must be a child of the living God because look how they just beam with his light. They beam with his glory. Look how fine they carry themselves. They have little maybe of earthly means, but their whole earthly body just glorifies the Lord. There is the spirit of the Lord our God within them. Amen. And I said, let him put a clean turban on his head so that he may put a clean turban on his head and clothe him in the apparel and the angel of the Lord is standing by praise Yahweh the fifth version the lampstand and the olive trees what are you O great mountain before Zerubbabel you shall become a plain and he shall bring out the top stone and shouts stone amid shouts grace grace to it now bringing down and tearing down mountains and it becomes a plain i do believe it is those individuals who have built themselves up um as a mountain as a stronghold as a temple or a synagogue of satan who have glorified themselves and they blasphemy the holy ghost these are those individuals who i truly feel the lord our god is going to be bringing down to a plane specifically i believe it's going to deal with something like china um god just revealed to me actually last night that which i'm going to be going in another uh vision later and showing everyone those that were from our lord uh and the catholic church is another one specifically the idols of the virgin mary i do believe they have been placed on the desk of our father who is in heaven and they are going to be 
his hand is going to strike those idols and that they will become ruins, um, broken like clay pots. But I will go over that vision um, in, a, in another time. The fifth vision, the lampshade in, oh, excuse me, the seventh vision, the woman in a basket. Then I looked up and saw two women coming forward. The wind was in their wings and they had wings like the wings of a stork. And they lifted up the basket between the earth and the sky. Then I said to the angel, who talked with me? Where are they 